Hello, everybody, and welcome to Skating Through It, a podcast exploring how the COVID-19 pandemic is transforming hockey. I'm your host, Jackson Peters, and today I'll be hearing from the next generation of the sport about how the pandemic is affecting young careers in hockey. But first, let's take a look at how the NHL is doing. So far, it's going. The NHL has been able to get every team to play, but it's been difficult to say the least. A few teams missed their starting dates at the beginning of the season, and since then, it seems that every week another team is canceling all of their team activities. This has led to numerous game postponements and odd streaks where teams play one another again and again due to rescheduling. Most of these scenarios are caused by the NHL putting a player or number of players from a team on what the NHL is calling the COVID-related absences list. During just the first month of the season, around 100 players had been put on the list. 35 games had been postponed, and half a dozen teams had to fully suspend activities due to COVID outbreaks. It will be interesting at the end of the season to see just how many players will have ended up on that list and how many games are postponed. But in other news, the American Hockey League is playing for the first time in almost a year, but it is already facing similar situations as those seen in the NHL. Since the American Hockey League is the affiliate league of the NHL, both leagues adopt the same rules, such as removing the plexiglass behind the player benches and restricting players from arriving to the rink more than an hour and a half before a game. Still, even with a slew of new rules, it's been hard for the NHL and the AHL to prevent the spread of COVID completely in the same way the NHL was able to during the 2020 bubble. But there's plenty more hockey being played than just in the pro leagues. To find out what's going on in one of those leagues, let's send it over to today's guest to see not only how the North American Hockey League is getting along, but also how players playing in junior hockey leagues are finding a way to continue their hockey careers in the middle of a pandemic. I'm pleased to welcome my guest to the show. He's a 20-year-old native of Huntington Beach, California, playing in his third season in the North American Hockey League with the Lone Star Brahmas. Through the first 27 games this season, he's put up 11 goals and 24 assists for 35 points. He's also just recently committed to play Division I NCAA hockey with the United States Air Force Academy. Please welcome Andrew DiCarlo. Andrew, what's going on? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, good to be here. Happy to talk some hockey. And yeah. Yeah, so right now you're in the North American Hockey League playing with uh, the Lone Star Brahmas and I'm sure that you've had a pretty difficult time, you know, getting into this season. Um, but for the listeners that maybe aren't as up to date on what's going on in your league, could you kind of just catch us up to speed on, you know, when you stopped playing, when you got back into it, kind of, you know, a quick summary of everything that's happened since you guys uh, probably stopped back in March? Yeah, so going back to the last season, uh, almost like about a year ago, uh, March, when all the COVID stuff hit, um, we had like a really abrupt ending to our season. I mean, it, like it got everyone by surprise. Like, no, like just to give you uh, a little back story here, like we were just coming to the rink, getting ready for our weekend series. And then uh, we come in for morning skate on Friday, get ready for our game that night. And then we got the news from coach that like season, I mean, they're shutting it down, canceling it. And, uh, I mean, at first they suspended it because they didn't know, like, how long it was going to be or whatever. So, um, yeah, we didn't know what was going on. But uh, season suspended. They're hoping to resume it, but that obviously never happened. And then they eventually just canceled the season, and uh, we just had a really long off season. I mean, because usually our season goes until around April or May, but mm -hmm. we were done in March. So, done from March 
and then just went home into the summer, into the off season, like not really knowing what was going to happen for next year. They didn't announce it, I think, until like July, around then, June, July. And um, they're, so the Null announced that they're going to have a season, but it was going to be pushed back a little bit. So an even longer off season, which, which I think, and I mean, it, that was kind of pretty nice for a lot of guys that were banged up with injuries and then came back and I mean luckily we got to play again um and season got going back up in like October this year uh usually it's like usually we come back here end of August start up in September like right around Labor Day but um so we're back here it got pushed back like a month we were back here end of September uh season got going in October and um, I mean, even then, we weren't sure what was going to happen because, um, I mean, you never know. But uh, things were starting, like, you know, season got going. It was kind of back to normal, just uh, all the different COVID guidelines and whatnot. So we've been playing since September. Our team hasn't had any problems um, with COVID. I mean, some of the teams have gotten it. Uh, been off for a few weeks but um yeah so far so good I mean we've been playing since September I think 27 games so far so just every weekend pretty much Friday Saturday and then practice through the week um so that's that's where we're at yeah and that's great that you you know you're through 27 games pretty much without a hitch because I'm sure there's a lot of teams in your league you know we've seen in the NHL in the NFL pretty much every pro sports league that it's hard to make this work is there anything specific that, you know, you guys are doing to make sure that this works? Are you traveling different? Are you social distancing at the rink? Anything like that right now? Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to, like, be careful, like, where we're going outside of the rink, you know. Um, staying away from places where maybe, maybe we'd be exposed to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, we just come to the rink, like, got to wear masks, walking in, and then, we uh, got to get our temperature every day, and uh, and so far, I mean, that's been working for us. But uh, yeah, like you said, some uh, like the, a lot of other teams haven't been so lucky. I mean, we're one of the only teams that uh, hasn't really had to like pause for two weeks. But uh, our division's been. I mean, we've been lucky. The South Division. I mean, a lot of teams in Texas. Um, so we're a little more open, and we've been able to play. But, uh, yeah, some, some of the other divisions have had uh, a little more of an issue just being able to play. But we've been lucky. So Yeah, and it's – it's I mean, it's nothing short of being lucky to be able to play hockey or any sport for that matter right now, especially at the level that you're playing at. I know you're probably dreaming of uh, – Moving on, playing bigger and better things. This is your third season in the Null. But big news for you, back in November, you announced that you were committed to the U.S. Air Force Academy to play Division One hockey um, this upcoming year. But I'm sure, like everything else this year, that that process of getting recruited and ultimately committing to that school to go play hockey at was a bit different than you know what guys like me would expect from every other year. Could you tell me a little bit about that experience of not only getting recruited, but ultimately committing to that school in the middle of a pandemic? 
Yeah, I mean, this year is just a little bit different with everything. I mean, so I'm just grateful for the opportunity. But, um, like, this year with COVID, like, uh, schools aren't allowed to have players visit. So um, that's kind of a bummer because you can't really get out to see the school in person. You know, you just got to look at the Zoom tours and all that. Um, but, I mean, as far as the recruitment process goes, um, I, I mean, just a lot of uncertainty out there right now because with COVID, the seniors get to play another year. And um, so there's just less spots available. And it's just a little more competitive, you know, less spots, same amount of players. So definitely grateful for the opportunity I'm going to have at Air Force. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that, that that's going to be – you know, the biggest moment of your life so far is when you finally get to hit the ice with them. But a lot of time before that, and there's been a lot of time and effort and work I'm sure you've put into making sure that that happens. Was there a point, especially over the past summer, that you thought that maybe COVID would interfere with you achieving your dreams of taking your hockey to the next level? Yeah, I mean, not just me, but I mean, I think for everyone uh, out there like playing junior, um, Cause I mean, there was just a lot of uncertainty from like when the season ended to when we'd be back playing again. I mean, no one really knew. I mean, cause the leagues weren't really saying anything. So yeah, I mean, there was a lot of uncertainty and I think guys like me were just staying optimistic and hoping like training through the summer, you know, doing our thing, staying in shape. And then uh, lucky enough to get the opportunity to play again and, play well so yeah yeah and I'm sure with that opportunity to keep playing to you know move on to division one NCAA hockey you know not everyone even in your league gets to do that let alone your team I'm sure that's got to be a huge accomplishment but does it kind of feel like in a way that since you've accomplished these things in the middle of a global pandemic that nothing can stop you in your hockey career at this point that kind of you know as long as you put the work in you can make it happen I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely it's definitely um, like very motivating, you know. Like definitely a relief and like you know motivating. Keep going and like there's gonna be bumps in the road here and there and stuff, but like gotta just keep pushing, keep grinding. So where are you guys at this season? I know maybe some of the listeners aren't up to date with what's going on in the null, but, you know, where are you guys at? How far away is playoffs? Are there playoffs? Kind of what's your situation this year? Yeah, so I we're about, like, halfway through. I mean, usually we play 60 games. We're playing a little less this year. I think 52 maybe or something around there. But, um, yeah, we're doing really well. I think uh, we're tied for first in the division right now, right around there. So we're planning on playing the season out until April and then planning on playoffs after that. So hopefully uh, if all goes well, um, yeah, we look to have a good playoff push and go for the gold. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that'll be exciting. Do you think that uh, the, the level of play that you've seen, you know, on your team or your competition, is it any different than what you saw 
before COVID, or is it pretty much the same or maybe even better? Uh, yeah, well, that's actually a pretty good question because, I mean, the North American Hockey League, it's a great league. I mean, a lot of good players. And, um, like, this is my third year in the league. So, last year and the year before, I mean, it's it's really competitive, like, every year I've been in the league. But um, I think this year especially, um, I mean, what we're seeing because – there's a, there's a couple of junior leagues out there that that have been having a lot more trouble playing. So there's just there's just a lot more players coming in and it's um yeah, I think this year definitely it's the most competitive I've ever seen it just because um you know, guys want to go guys need to play and we're the league that's playing right now. I think you got the USHL and the NAHL and then the NCPC got going uh, earlier this month. They're doing a Florida uh, or a bubble out in Florida, but um, yeah, like there's just more more players available. Uh, you know, same amount of spots. So um, yeah, it really has been really competitive. And all another inter- interesting thing is um, some of the some of the D1 schools, like the Ivy League schools, they um, haven't been playing. So, like, we've had some of the junior eligible players from there, um, like, come down and play, um, like, on our team, other teams in the division. So, yeah, it's definitely really competitive this year. and Like, some of the best hockey I think it's seen. Wow, that's so not only do you have everybody healthy, not only do you have all these players that feel like they have to prove something, maybe it's their last chance to prove something, you've got guys that are coming down from D1 NCAA hockey to play. So it sounds like the the league's gotten a bit more competitive, and uh, I think that's uh, probably only a good thing for you guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, like I said, like the last couple of years, I mean, the league's always really, it's a really competitive league, but this year even more so just because, um, I mean, there's a lot of good players out there and looking for places to play and there's just not as many places to play. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely some pretty good hockey because of that. Well, Andrew, I know I'll be paying attention to you in the Brahmas the rest of the year. I wish you... Um, the best of luck uh, with the rest of your season and even better luck um, at Air Force when you join them. So thanks so much for uh, taking the time to join me today. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate all that. Thanks again to Andrew DiCarlo for joining me on this episode. I wish him and the Brahmas the best of luck this year, and I'm really excited to pay attention to what he does next year at Air Force. In a weird way, and I can hardly believe I'm saying it, it feels like things are somewhat normal again, at least in the world of hockey. A lot of hockey is being played at every level, and despite the number of cancellations, teams are finding a way to get through it. And on the next episode, I will take a look at one of the levels of hockey hit the hardest by COVID-19, as I will be joined by someone who can tell us how kids playing youth hockey have gotten through the pandemic. Until then, you've been listening to Skating Through It, a University of Arizona honors thesis and podcast series where I discuss the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on the hockey world with people from inside the game. I'm Jackson Peters. I hope you will join me next time. Thanks for listening.